I, I see a correlation between like when I work out mm-hmm. in the morning, um, it creates a discipline. And this discipline, I believe, is how God communicates with me. Yeah. It's as if like God's on my shoulder because it makes it easier for me to pray. It makes it easier for me to open up the Bible, open up the word. I'm not waking up at like nine o'clock and then rushing to work. I want to change lives. I want to show people how to progress in their money. I want to show people how to progress in their mindset. I want to show people how to progress in their brand so that way they can take care of their family, take care of their finances, and experience freedom. Welcome to the Business Owner Spotlight. Today, I have a special guest. My man Cody is going to be sharing with you about his new software, how he scales businesses, and how he uses God in the mix of it all. Welcome to the show, brother. Oh, man. Appreciate you having me. Man, so let's talk, because off camera, man, it was really ex- exciting and refreshing, right? To, yeah. I, I, th- I think there's a, a level of, uh, I'm, I'm creating success in my business, mm-hmm. but I did it by myself. I, didn't, I don't need anyone. I don't need God. I don't need anything. There's that level that I've seen where people are just blatant about it. And there's your level where you're saying, like, no, I'm successful. But God was in the middle of the mix, man. Let's tap into that, and then we'll also talk about your softwares that you've created. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I mean, everything that's happened to me in my life and where I'm at in life is one thousand percent without a shadow of a doubt because God has allowed me to be there. He's allowed me to connect with people, develop relationships with people. He's given me the business acumen. I mean, I owe everything to Him and the people that He's put in my life for sure. What's the common what's the common denominator as you saw as you've seen your success? Like like when I think about my success, I, I see that that God is is puts challenges in front of me yeah. and puts specific people in different seasons in my life. And that's how I know like I'm going to the next season. Yeah. What's been the common denominator in your life that you found that, hey, God is really working in your life? Yeah, I think as an entrepreneur, especially when you start to see success, sometimes it's easy to navigate off the path and to start getting this mindset of, wow, look at me, look what I'm doing, right? And every single time I've done that in my life, disaster just strikes. Give me an, exa- give me an example of what that looked like. Yeah, I mean, it can be, you know. Like one specific story where you could think of like, shit, this was disaster. Yeah, I mean, uh, so, so Devin, right? You've met Devin. There's been multiple times uh, just we start getting a little bit too ahead of ourselves. We start scaling and it's like we have this huge month, right? massive month. We, we beat last month's records by 200%. And we start getting ahead of ourselves and we stop giving credit where credit is due. And the next thing you know, we literally have our worst month ever. Like what's the contrast? Like what's the numbers? Like how, how much of a contrast? You go from like a 200 to 250% growth to uh, like 50%. No, well, like what's the revenue numbers? Yeah. So anywhere between like, let's say six, $700,000 in a month. To like 150 to 200,000. So, so that's like a scary drop. Where, yeah. where you, and now, when you have that 600, $700,000 a month, are you saying, okay, like let's go bigger, let's, let's, yeah. let's invest, or like what's the mindset in that moment? Yeah, so I think it's, I think it's getting uh, a little bit too ahead of yourselves and like outscaling the systems and the processes that you know are working and saying, okay, well, let's, let's just not focus on what we know works for us. Like, and then just doing things that are like, you know, like not being careful with how we're spending cash or not, not being a good steward of something, right? Like there's a scripture that comes to mind to me. It's, I think it's Luke 12, 48. It's to whom much is given, much is required, right? And the more that you start to scale a business, and this is every aspect of life, but the more you start to make and, and the more things that you start to do when you start to find yourselves in these opportunities and find success, it requires 
more responsibility, right? Like you got to every single level. I say there's a new devil, mm-hmm. right? I, I didn't coin that phrase. I heard it somewhere. Yeah. But every single level, there's a new devil. And if you're not, if you haven't put checks and balances into your your business and into your own life, it's like that's how, in my opinion, the enemy Satan uh, will try to help, try to hurt you and try to like deviate you from the process. If you do what? If you do or don't do what? If you take your eyes off of like the responsibility factor there's a responsibility factor in everything in your life there's a responsibility factor in who works for you there's a responsibility factor with your customers the response there's a responsibility factor with your friends and your family right the moment you start not tending those gardens and you start getting ahead of yourself you're not paying attention to certain things that's when things will go astray shoot that's powerful so let me ask you this what have have you seen something that like in your personal life yeah. That I, I'm trying. I'm trying to relate it toward, towards me. I know for me, for, for example, like I, I see a correlation between like when I work out mm-hmm. in the morning, um, it creates a discipline, and this discipline, I believe, is how God communicates with me. Yeah. And this communicate. And it, so it's not really about my physique. It's more about hey, when I work out in the morning and I wake up at four o'clock in the morning, I go to the gym, go work out. Something happens throughout the rest of the day where. It's as if like God's on my shoulder because it makes it easier for me to pray. It makes it easier for me to open up the Bible, open up the word. I'm not waking up at like nine o'clock and then rushing to work. Sure. So have you seen a correlation between your personal life and your business? A correlation of, hey, if I do this in my personal life, I experience success in my business. Yeah, I think it's where do you get your answers from, right? Like if you don't have information and I don't know a ton of things, right? Where are you seeking that information from? And a lot of people think that, you know, a walk with God is, I think you talked about it a little earlier off, off camera. It's like, you think that you have to spend two, three, four, five hours in prayer, like going through scripture. Like God is a relational God. Like he wants to be with you throughout the entire day, every second, every minute, every hour, like he's tugging on your heart to have a personal relationship with you. And so it can be as simple as you're in your car and you're driving to the grocery store, you're at the gym and you're working out, you're whatever it is that you're doing. Like have these conversations with God and ask him questions because scripture tells us that if we ask of him, like he'll give us, the Holy Spirit will give us the information that we need, right? And so that's what I try to do throughout the day. Like in total honesty, like I'm not spending two or three hours a day in scripture. Maybe I should, I don't know. Maybe I'll get better at that. But what I am doing is I'm constantly going to the Father and I'm putting like my worries and my stresses and everything down before him and I'm asking him for guidance. And it's that small voice inside of your mind that I believe is him speaking to you saying like, well, this is the way that you need to uh, redirect your course. So this is the trajectory that you need to go on. Practically, you know, I'm all about the practical, man. I I think I've heard enough of like, um, what do you call it? Like like overview or or just kind of like generic words. I, man, what I realized that I needed was the practical. Yeah. Like what, and, and then from your practical, your ex- experience, if I were to duplicate that, I can then stem on my own sure. relationship journey. Um, I, I felt like this was missing, in, mm-hmm. especially in the business marketplace. Um, and with, with, with people just like yourself and myself who run businesses, but aren't sharing what they're doing. It's like, yeah. I have to find out through like, t- you know, like, you know, pulling teeth to find out how do you serve God? How do you work with God? So what I know for me, man, the Bible app is, is one of the biggest things. 
And um, and there's different journeys that I, I experienced. Like I know what, what, most recently, man, um, I was lifting weights. I we're out here in my home, and I have a gym here. And I was lifting weights, and I remember saying, uh, when I when I bench 225, I'm going to experience like God, as if God was speaking to me. When you bench 225, this will happen, right? Yeah. And it kind of sounds odd because an atheist is going to say that's how you talk to God, right? Yeah. But but to me, I was talking to God in that moment. Right. When you bench 225. And then here's what ended up happening, man. Uh, shortly, shortly after, so, so this was, let's say, this was in uh, two, two months ago. So when I benched 225, in my head, I said that I had to do it. Like I had to train myself and it's going to take me a year to bench 225. Yeah. I go and so I'm working out with my trainer and we're, we're, we're lifting to bench the 225. And I can't, for the life of me, I can't bench 225. I meet a guy at church. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a Christian. He ends up becoming a good friend of mine. We go to, but he's a big dude. We go to the gym, and, and when I get to the gym, he, he pretty much says, don't put that pussy weight. Like, I put whatever yeah, 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 I put on yeah, there. Yeah. He's like, don't put that pussy weight on there. Put the 225. Yeah. I said, I can't do it. I lay down on the bench. He says, do it. And I push it with ease. One, two, three. I'm talking about within a couple weeks, like wow. within a week and a half later. I'm, I thought I had to wait 12 months to, to get there, and he's doing it. And what I realized in that moment was he spoke life into me because he said, don't think, uh, essentially don't put limits on yourself yeah. of capabilities that, that you already have inside of you. Right. So this little experience here, yeah. I felt like God literally, because I was already battling something about me personally as a man, as a husband to be, as a father to be, and as a business owner and so forth. I'm already having this battle. And when he said that, it's like that story of the 225 had nothing to do with the weight, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the recognition that God has something for me. So what I'm asking you is practically like in your experience, in your walk, what are some of the things that you may have heard God, you may have experienced God? That's the best way to yeah, put yeah. it. So I'll start with this. I would say, you know, everyone's kind of looking for like that answer of how do I get started? Right? Like yeah. What is it that I got to do to get started? Like I know that maybe you're trying to discover God. Maybe you know God, but you've drifted away from the walk, right? How do you get started back? You know, there's a lot of people that know a ton about God. Yeah. There's people that know so much about the scriptures. Like if you look at the people that crucified Jesus, right? They were the people that like supposedly knew the most about scriptures, yet they couldn't recognize who the Messiah was. Yeah. So it, Jesus would say, it's not about how much you know, it's about how much you apply, so as you're going through these daily devotions or as you're in the word, even if it's only for five minutes, if you feel God has prompted you to something, it's about application. It's not necessarily about knowledge. In fact, Jesus would say that if you have all of this knowledge, but your application is down here, well, you're a hypocrite. Is that similar right? to like faith without works? Yeah, like exactly. Yeah. So it's like, but if your knowledge is only down here, but yet your application meets where your knowledge is, that would be someone who's spiritually mature. It's not about how much you know, it's about how much you actually apply, right? And so for me, one of the biggest things in business for me has been learning to be humble and the art of humility and understanding that I don't know what I don't know. Yeah. And, and it, you know, it's, you see these movies and you, you see these podcasts, and you see all these things of these people uh, putting on this facade in life, right? And it's easy to get caught up in, like I'm tempted to get caught up in that all the time, right? But it's, it's all fake and there's no real substance to it, 
right? Like there's no, there's no real substance to, to any of that. And I would say the, where am I, where am I trying to go with this? Like, give me a second. You can edit this part, right? I'm trying to think through. I had something good. Just flow, just flow, bro. I feel you. Yeah. Uh, where was I at? I literally just totally spaced it. Uh, oh, okay. I, I'm back. So it's like having humility and understanding that like, okay, so all these people, they, they tell you to put, all these people tell you to put your best foot forward. Right. And like five years ago, there was this guy who uh, was mentoring, discipling me. And he's like, Hey, I want to encourage you to put your worst foot forward. What is it? What, yeah. What you, what and, you, and I couldn't, that, yeah, okay. I couldn't process it. And I was like, what does that mean? Like, what do you mean by that? And he was like, I want you to put your worst foot forward. Like show people that you don't know what you don't know. Be okay with being vulnerable. Be weak. It's okay to be weak because it's in your weakness that God has the opportunity to give you strength. Right. And everything in my life has been a direct result of being able to lean on him and anything that I have has been a result of him putting the right people in the right opportunity in my life. So it's, I'm, and it takes all the pressure off, right? Like you don't have to sit here and you don't have to pretend to be something that you're not. There's freedom in like, dude, I have no clue how to do this. Yeah. I have absolutely no clue how to do this. I'm completely lost. Or maybe you're struggling in business and you know, you've, you've hit a wall and it's like some people just kind of want to, you know, white knuckle it and grit their way through. Versus being like going, taking it to prayer and allowing God to open up doors and opportunities for them to get people in their life that can help actually help them excel. So gotcha, gotcha, amazing man. So so it's, it's like putting the ego down essentially. Yeah. It's like putting the ego down. So let's talk about breakout, right? Yeah. So I mean, the, the the God talk is amazing because it gives people access to understanding. It gave me access, right? But let's talk about what's happening here and your businesses and your your big projects. That's what you're working yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So you know, obviously. Devin and I and a few other guys we co-founded, connected, and you know that was a success for us. Um, and I was still using other platforms to drive traffic to connected, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, you name it. And then I stumbled across an audio social networking platform. A lot of people know it. It's called Clubhouse. And within the first five minutes of using that platform, I generated, I think, 17 or 18 appointments off of it. And I was like, man, this would be a really good place for me to spend a lot of my time if I'm able to generate this many appointments in this short amount of time. Like that's like $25,000 worth of revenue up front, $2,500 a month. So I thought to myself, the only thing better than having a good strategy on an audio social network, because I truly believe like we're moving in an audio social network direction for social because people want to be in real time conversations with people. I thought the only thing better than having that strategy would be to own our own platform. So we immediately started building it out and now it is Breakout. So what is Breakout? It's an audio social networking platform that allows people from all over the world to come together and participate in live conversations in real time, to get educated, to get entertained, to look up information, verify information, and just connect and meet people. I think the biggest, uh, the biggest thing that causes issues in the world is lack of information. Yeah. Right? Like you're an entrepreneur, I'm an entrepreneur. Like, what if we knew what we knew now when we were 15, 16, 17 years old? How much further would we be ahead, right? And so many people are victim to their environment because they don't have the resources. They don't have the mentorship. They don't have people in their circle that can help elevate them to that next level. And so that's my hope with Breakout is to truly connect people to one another 
and help people figure out a way to elevate their life, pull themselves out of poverty, get information to do whatever they want to do in life from someone who's already done it. Gotcha. And so, so on the, on the platform, you essentially are getting, you can get access to other people yeah. wherever they're at in the world, yep. connect with them. Now, is there any correlation between the two connected and breakout? Any correlation at all as far as the use cases of the platforms? Two separate businesses, but you could actually use connected to drive traffic to your quote unquote podcast or shows on the platform. So maybe you pre-schedule out an event every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. And then you could run the connected system to people who you think would be interested on LinkedIn to join into that conversation. Gotcha, gotcha. What's your vision for the, the organization as we grow it? Yeah, you know, I... I Obviously, my goal would be to be in every single country. I want as many users as we can get. And I want it to be a place where people feel that they can come and they can talk about things, right? Like the world we live in today is a pretty scary place. And there's a lot of turmoil and there's a lot of crazy stuff that's happening. Like you don't have to look very far to see, you know, like all this mess. And, you know, I, I want the platform to be a place where people can feel like they can actually express their opinions. Because the thing is, we all have a worldview. Every mm -hmm. single person in the world has a certain worldview. And whether that worldview is wrong or right to me, like I think it's important to bring people from all different worldviews together and have conversations and talk things out, right? I think the, 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 the way progress is made is if you can create open dialogue between people without having the fear of censorship, right? Like the, the only way that truth progresses like, it doesn't matter if you have a bunch of people that believe one thing, what if they're all wrong? But do you think once you get big enough that if you don't censor, then then that decision could be a threat to your growth? I don't. And if, if it is, then I'm willing to roll. I'm willing to roll the dice on that, you know, because truth is the most important thing to me. And I think the only way that we can get to real truth is to have open conversations between every single person. Obviously, we're not gonna let people come onto the platform and threaten people. We're not gonna let people come on the platform and talk about doing crazy stuff. Like, that's not okay. Yeah. But if whatever your political worldview is, whatever your religion worldview is, like whatever, like so, so come the, have a conversation. The, the platform is really like share your worldview yeah. here. Share your worldview. And it doesn't have to be as deep as like politics or um, religion. It can be as simple as, hey, I know how to make a really good omelet. I'm gonna to talk to you guys about how to make an omelet. So uh, because we lead with weakness first or, or uh, weakness first, what's your weakness in the platform right now? Weakness in the platform right now? Um, well, we just started. So uh, last month we did a little over a half a million minutes of talk time. We've had 26 million messages sent on the platform. In the last, um, in the last what, 30 days? Uh, so this was the last 30 days, yeah. Last so 30 days. In, in January. And so you launched in January. So we launched in September. Oh, September, okay. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So those were the numbers from, from January. Um, but I would just say the weakness is we weren't first to market, right? But in I also, comparison to Clubhouse. I also see that as a strength. I think Google was uh, eighth to market, mm. right? And so being first to market is good in some ways. It's also uh, disadvantageous because being second or third or fourth or 20th the market allows you to see what's working well and what's what, not yeah and what's not what's not so what's going to be your advantage in the marketplace in comparison to these yeah. bigger platforms so we from day one have given people the ability to monetize uh their audience right where a lot of these platforms are still trying to figure out their revenue models 
our revenue models are based off of helping users actually monetize and create revenue models for themselves. So there's a lot of incentive for content creators and influencers to come over, like we have paid rooms. So if you have a topic that you don't wanna give away for free, you can actually create a paid room. 5,000 people join at $5 a pop, you just made 25 grand, and then there's a percentage split that goes back to us, and then you keep the rest, right? We have a ton of ancillary platforms that are, have been developed outside of uh, Breakout itself. So like you can create your own podcast on the show and eventually you'll be able to export that podcast to like a whole podcast search engine, which will be pretty cool. There's a lot of different ancillary platforms that we're building to, to coincide and build in tandem with Breakout. Man, that just gave me an idea. I got some, I got some ideas on, on that. But, so super excited for the, launch, for, for, the, for the launch. Now, in the next 12 months, how many users do you anticipate to have in the next 12 months? 10 to 15 million. 10 to 15, that's a huge that's jump. That's a huge man. number. That's why I took a big breath when I said it. That's but yeah, I, I think we have the, the systems and processes in place. I think um, we have the right team. I think we have the right influencers and celebrities on board. So it'll be fun. How do people get in? Yeah, so if they just go to uh, the iOS store or the Android store, because it's on iOS and Android, and they type out breakout audio, it'll pop up. Breakout audio, 10 to 15 million users, yeah. man. Well, what are you guys currently at now? Uh, less than 20, so just under 20,000. Damn, yeah. under 20,000 or 20 users? 20,000. 20,000 users in the last few months, and then the goal is to get to 10, 15 million users. Yep. Man, let's oh, man. lock and load. Let's go. Hey, if you're interested in being the beginning, I know like, for example, like when, I, when you hear about TikTok and, and uh, Clubhouse, and you hear about all these platforms and, and you're like, man, if I was in the, if I was in the beginning, man, I would have been a huge influencer on that platform. Like if you started in fate on Instagram in 2013, 2012, you would be huge, right? When you're producing a bunch of content. So this is your opportunity to get in early. Go to Breakout Audio on your iOS store or your Android app. Man, thank you so much for hey, being on the show. Appreciate you, brother. Right on.